Hi, Saloni. Welcome to this episode of the Ballistic Bong. Hi, Ayanti. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad we're able to catch up at this time since I can't travel to uh, Gurgaon and see you guys. So <laughs> I'm able to uh, at least connect with you here. Yes, absolutely. It is. It is a um, pleasure to be part of your podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, for uh, everybody who's joining in, uh, Saloni is uh, an old friend, and she's an ex-colleague. And the main one of the main reasons that she's uh, here today is because of her um, fantastic entrepreneurial skills, which she's leveraging even during these um, troubling and topsy-turvy times. So. Um, and the thing about saloni is she's um, she's very enterprising you know she can see opportunities in many places and um, she has a very um, high level of situational intelligence which i found when we were working together but that's enough about my viewpoints let's hear from saloni so can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became your own boss <laughs> sure thank you for that fantastic introduction <laughs> <laughs> hello to all the listeners and thank you are you again for having me over it's a pleasure to be part of your podcast again <laughs> so after about uh, 11 years of experience in in the corporate world um i am currently a proud mom of a 5 year old mm. and i am also an entrepreneur from uh, last 7 years okay. uh, how that happened like now that when i think of 7 years it is really like oh my god 7 years really <laughs> i know yeah. so well so, i start Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you tell me. Actually, I, um, what I really wanted to know about is, you know, so many people think uh, they think business, they think it's money, but <laughs> not everybody um, has a very strong business model or a business plan in place, and people don't always know how to start out. So, right. How was it with you? I mean, you're a second generation entrepreneur. Your dad is in business. Did you <laughs> always want to, uh, you know, do something on your own, or is this something you just happened to stumble into? frankly it actually just, i just happened to stumble upon this see i uh-huh. started with a very basic idea of not sitting idle when i uh, decided to quit my corporate career like th- mm-hmm. that regular 9 to 6 job um right. but but again uh, i was privileged to find that option in my family as you t- told uh, you know my dad was into a business uh, initially i never took any interest in that um right. but but i think the free time on hand um also helped me to you know explore the possibility ke okay chalo papa ko thoda help kar dete hain um, absolutely so little did i know like you know that is just the starting of this amazing journey uh, but hmm. yeah yes i just started it out as a okay chalo time pass karte hain thoda sa papa ko help karte hain and all that so it actually uh-huh. just started with that um right. yeah so that is it <laughs> it it actually is like i stumbled upon it <laughs> so um tell me this i know business has huge payoffs as and when it takes off <laughs> right <laughs> but and and not just because of the way covid has made so many of us financially on shaky ground <laughs> but is it usually more stable to have a steady paycheck coming your way when you're young and just starting out or should you just risk it and just jump into business if you have a good idea um see every business is definitely a risk okay sure. um mm-hmm. so it will it will come with his its positives as well as negatives um, um but you should you should take an informed decision um it will definitely uh, not hurt anybody if you have a stable income coming in so that you know okay. your regular regular stuff your um, uh, every month fixed expenditure has been taken care of 
because right. for me as well the steady income of my husband kept us afloat so right, yes right, so right. i would say both are equally important aspects and depends upon mm. how one's finances are taken care of so right. um, yeah so it it really depends from person to person risk definitely uh, this is one risk that i would definitely want to take though you know because mm. it has given me um, that confidence uh it has also given me that leverage of uh, you know doing things my way i don't have to yeah. uh, you know fit in that particular thing ki, okay step 1 has to be this step 2 has to be this step 3 has to be this i can play around mm. i can experiment a lot so this gives you a lot of confidence you will fail for sure you will fail a mm. lot of times but then you will learn from it so that is that is also very important part so the payoff is not necessarily a big financial one the payoffs mm-hmm. are learning life lessons maybe you know yes, learning about yes. your Absolutely. 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 Now, um, one thing I, I want to ask you—you know—these days we are all in the habit of using these nice fancy labels. Like we hear "mompreneur" so often. Yes. Okay. What does it mean to you? Do you think mothers who are entrepreneurs stand out in any way from other entrepreneurs, even other women who are entrepreneurs? Um, I really feel that you mompreneur is only a fancy title for women, moms essentially, okay. as you said, uh, who are into business. Um, um i right. think uh, the reason it was made is because back then not many moms were into the business so maybe the special recognition to just boost your confidence so that they can come over and uh, you know people also get attracted to new terms fancy terms and all of that right. but mm-hmm. i personally think an entrepreneur is an entrepreneur i don't see why we should be you know uh, uh, we should give this separate adjective based on gender uh i think okay. business sense is what matters ultimately uh, and Absolutely. when i come to my personal um, uh, experience when i and my mm-hmm. husband you know um, we are into a planning or discussion we we do fight we have different point of views of course but i don't think mm-hmm. any of us think differently uh, only because of our gender so um it is it is it is just a fancy title i would say <laughs> no I, i really like the way you said that at the end of the day it's the business sense which matters because yes. um see you might have a fantastic idea but unless you know how to implement it it just remains an idea right yes you absolutely. need to know how to take it yes great but uh, since we started talking about you being a mom hmm. do you think motherhood has helped or if i can even say hindered uh, with regard to your work because of the challenges having a small child might pose um no i really think that um uh, uh, my child has been a force see uh, with the kid it is every day you are learning something new from from a kid also so what i have mm. learned from my kid what he has helped me is never stop trying i see him oh. struggling with new toys so much but then he doesn't stop doing it till the time he gets it right so i really think that it is a good thing to learn from kids right and and learning yeah. never stops so no 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 way the kids can be a hindrance for anyone <laughs> i mean it is just the way you look at them it is a perspective so yeah <laughs> but having a child definitely helps you or requires you to manage your time better right because once a child is in the picture they have to come first no yes. matter what the demands of the business may be yes yes absolutely but then see now a days no are you uh, parenting as it is not uh, you know limited to a mother only father plays an absolutely. equal role in it so uh, mm-hmm. i have been very um, um, uh, very lucky in that way not lucky i think uh, i have a husband who helps helps as in he is also a uh, equal partner when it comes to parenting 
so um it is a support we i support him when he is at work he support me when yeah. i have something else to take care of so um mm. that that is how the family should work i think and not just that my extended family also helps us with everything and apart mm. from that also in case you know we do not have any other support system there are lot of options available uh, in terms with uh, daycare centers or nannies or everything now everything is available so yeah right. so options are there you can prioritize and uh, work out the things uh, you know in the way that they favor you so yes okay that's great um let me also ask you this See, traditionally indians we we like to bargain we go some place we need to touch and feel things mm-hmm. we'll go back come back again ask the guy or the store per, you know keeper mm-hmm. if they if they're sure they can't give us a better discount right and um, essentially the transaction is is not a 1 2 3 i mean it's it's a nice long we're building a relationship almost with yeah. the vendor Right. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that um, it's actually easier to have a virtual store in a country where the buying habits are like this? Um, I mean, do some mm-hmm. people kind of, you know, uh, take a step back and say, "I uh, until I can touch and feel the stuff that you're selling, I really can't trust it." I mean, what's your experience been with your customers? Um, I can see uh, the trend trend changing. It definitely majority of the people that I have come across when I started versus where I am right now. um there is mm. a huge difference um so okay. so market trends are changing so are the mindsets of the people uh, so people mm. who wanted to buy everything by looking and feeling have started buying stuff online due to covid you know covid is like mm. uh, that bad teacher that you don't like but uh, it has taught you the best <laughs> i think mm. so so although big population still from a shop but uh, that mm. depends on the category as well uh, you know okay. like uh, like if it is a cloth market or something maybe you know touch and feel matters the most um, true so mm. yeah now from business point of view if you, if one is a small investor you know you may want to save on your fixed cost for the month and you know all of that so when i started 7 right. years ago even the vendors from whom you i used to i used to source my products i uh, was mm. not very positive of how my online business would survive let alone thriving thriving was like a long story uh, right yeah. so only cause they were uh, known to my father was i entertained frankly so right uh, right now but we are living in one set of, you know we are living with one set of people who sham the online business completely as fake because they have had bad, bad experiences wherein they've ordered uh, looking at the photo and what actually came was yes absolutely right, right. Hmm. but hmm. there are there is other set of people who swears by it you know um, because yeah. they they know how to go by maybe they know the right place to buy stuff from maybe they they have yeah. that accessibility to do the proper research and go go to a certain place and certain products you know that way mm. but i think this gap will always be there you know mm. till we properly so educate the entire the virtual stores and the real stores can coexist without one cutting out the other it can it can time. because see ultimately we all need we all are into business and we all need to survive so uh, you know uh, putting everything on online will is also not sustainable there are few things that mm-hmm. needs to be available see online has its own challenges of you know you don't get immediate delivery right right mm-hmm. it will take certain right. time but there are times mm-hmm. wherein we are in hurry and we need something like right away so then the shops right. come into picture so yeah we we right. we all need each other basically to survive and uh, that mm-hmm. is how the healthy competition is i guess 
So tell me this, your father was uh, old school when mm-hmm. he started out, right? Yeah. Because online was not an option. Right. But has he also moved his business at least partially to uh, an online platform or he still continues with uh, the real shop, <laughs> with, um, you know, his clients coming in and, uh, you know, taking a look at uh, the jewelry that he has and, and then choosing what they like? I think um, the generation from where uh, our fathers are, it is really right. difficult to change their mindset. So um, mm. I would not even go or enter that zone because I know how we <laughs> end up literally fighting, literally. <laughs> so, uh, and I think it is okay. They have uh, been that way for so many years. Changing them um, would be, you know, they, they wouldn't be themselves then. So it's okay, I guess. Um, and no, my father is not into online at all. So even today when uh. he needs something to be done online, he calls me mm-hmm. or my brother and we do it. We get mm-hmm. it done. So yeah, we are at peace that way. <laughs> okay. So he can see that, you know, uh, you are making a difference or you are having an impact by having a largely online presence. But for himself, he chooses to do it the way he's been doing it throughout. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> oh, great. But there is acceptance from him. I mean, he doesn't yes. think this is a very weird or unusual way of living. And, you know. Yeah, his view um, was earlier. His view was like that. But then later okay. on, when he saw things rolling, when he saw money coming in, so yeah, he definitely mm. liked the uh, change. But he does, he does, okay. doesn't want to part, uh, be a part of that change though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, tell me this, what are some of the biggest advantages of having an online store or a virtual store for you personally? Um, uh, see, when we have an online store, the biggest advantage is uh, of saving uh, the costs. So when I save yeah. the cost, I can uh, extend that discount to my buyers. Oh, lovely. Yes. And you can also put it back into your stock and, and yes. you know, get more variety as well, right? Yes. yes. Business will also. A- absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So there are, yeah. this is just the one major thing. And see, whenever um, uh, we think about a business, we do not only think about how I will get more money. Mm. It is also the client satisfaction that matters because I would want my clients to come back to me. I don't want, you know, right. that one time thinking, okay, ek bar buy kiya, now the client is happy, okay, tata, buy. No, I don't want that. I mm-hmm. would never want that. So I think uh, one of the things I found that uh, these days, uh, online, um, you know, buying and the relationship that we maintain with hmm. the clients is by having them give testimonials. Whereas yes. uh, in the earlier days, testimonial meant when you went back to the same store and you ordered more. Right. Or you took other people. So that was the word of mouth testimonial we could give. Yes. But these days, if you like something and you feel good about it, you just, uh, you would kind of blast it everywhere. Yes, right? Yes. You would not only do word of mouth recommendations, you would you would put it on social media for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Because that is also one way of um, um, enhancing your business as well. See, uh, again, uh, there are two things to it. Uh, mm. there, there are a lot of fake reviews also available online. So it of is, course, it is, uh, yes. So right. it is very difficult uh, to convince a person, okay, okay, what I'm giving the review that my client has shared is an organic one. So um, mm. the, the venture I am into took years for people to trust. So even today we hear right. uh, people, you know, a little hesitant if they have to try a new jeweler or something. So I'm not, mm. in, not at all in rush and I'm very satisfied with the existing and loyal customer base. So, mm-hmm. but having said that, definitely I would want new. I am not denying that. Um, uh-huh. I, so, yeah, so, you know, it really matters that customers should be satisfied. And I am not the one who mm-hmm. will run around those, so, you know, 
pitch myself or uh, do hardcore sales or force my stuff to them i cannot do that i mm. i am not into that rat race okay so um tell me one thing uh, we've been hearing about benefits of uh, let's say having a virtual store mm-hmm. and uh, let's say some of the ease of access of mm-hmm. um transactions online mm-hmm. but what are some of the basic things uh, brand new entrepreneurs or potential entrepreneurs should keep in mind before stepping into this field whatever be the product that they are backing right so i think one should uh, first start with um, maybe a ballpark figure of what one would like to invest the amount sure. the good uh, good mm-hmm. fair amount also they need uh-huh. to understand that that amount uh, that they are investing um, they need mm-hmm. to understand the roi of what they are investing into because okay. without roi just investing one matlab uh, the business will not survive otherwise you need to have a proper plan mm-hmm. chalked down for at least 6 months wherein you have to take care of um, your expenses like if you are having a like if it is a digital platform there are um, um, you know you will be booking a website so 6 months for that uh, the, the price for the 6 months of that then uh, if you are mm-hmm. hiring a person who will be managing your website so for the 6 months right. there are so many fixed costs uh, basically so you have to make a plan for at least 6 months how will you survive with that mm-hmm. because 6 months is the minimum it will take for you to you know start rolling in money there will be time wherein mm-hmm. uh, it may take a year or so as well so based on mm-hmm. based on this online research for the option one has in uh, you know plus their interest basing on what what right. amount you would like to invest and always mm. we need to uh, you know we can't be always positive about um, what a business uh, uh, you know the positive points of a business you need to uh, weigh both the pros and cons always okay. always mm. um, and once finalized on the product line uh, you need to do a, a swot analysis it is a must right. so mm. so strength weaknesses opportunities and threats basically so we we need right. to do that definitely a mm. uh, very important part is um, checking out the competitors price product reviews etc you need to be competitive mm. in the market uh, if your prices mm. are too less that is also not good for, it is not a healthy competition then you right. need to you right. need to keep mm. up that pace of your uh, uh, fellow competitors as well um mm. if your business calls in for stocking stocking of mm-hmm. items then you need to first uh, you know try stocking minimum quantities because that will help you bring down the overall cost as we don't know what would or wouldn't work because um, right. uh, what i like you know the other person may not like and moreover if True. it is a fashion uh, related um, uh, thing that you are trying fashion trends change so rapidly and there are there is like an ample variety of products available so uh, you would want to be very choosy of what you are buying for your stock so, right so um this has actually been uh, quite an eye opener for me mm-hmm. because these days um quite a few people whether they are sitting at home without anything productive mm-hmm. to do or they just you know want for the heck of it want to change in their mm-hmm. life everybody seems to be able to start a business from home but the thing is you actually need a good amount of research you need a very solid foundation yes. to do something yes yes absolutely and all the things you mentioned i mean that's uh, uh, fairly technical in the sense uh, there's not just any research there is proper planning there's a due diligence yes. 
so there's a there's a decent amount of uh, you know uh, foundation that has to be laid before one can think of calling themselves an entrepreneur and actually launching their business <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely oh. and because of the trends the way we are facing the trends also uh, what works today may not mm-hmm. work two months later so yes it is very fast paced and you need to keep up with that pace so uh chami before we i'm so sorry saloni i've known you too long to <laughs> that's <laughs> okay your that's okay so before we wind up would you like to um, leave uh, our budding entrepreneurs or anybody who's thinking about a career change would you like to leave them with some things which have worked well for you to establish yourself as a success uh, i would just like to say you know if you think um, uh, there is this thing that you you can put your heart mind and soul to it and if you you got that sixth sense that it is going to work please do do go for it it is worth taking that risk it may work it may not work but still it it will give you that satisfaction that at least you tried so go for it yes mind. go yeah. for it don't keep any um, you know calms in the mind ke okay i should have tried that no you can go ahead and right. try no regrets. no regrets absolutely absolutely great i think that's a wonderful note to wind up on and it's been great connecting with Same you here. and i i'm going to you know loop you back in for a couple of other podcasts because you and i both love to talk oh yes so absolutely so, <laughs> great signing off and everybody do tune in and listen to what saloni has to say she has a lot of common sense and uh, she knows how it is to uh, fall get up and you know uh, she learns from every single step that she takes and i'm sure the inputs that she's given is going to help a lot of you become successes as well thanks saloni thanks for joining us talk to you thank you, you bye 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 bye